Bidzy Small Business Society number 17. You're listening to Bidzy Small Business Society. I'm Rob Barisoff. We talk to small business owners about what makes their small business successful. Connect with Bidzy Small Business Society at bidzy.com and grow your business. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers list goods or services they need and businesses bid on them. Customers, go to Bidzy.com and post your projects for free. Businesses, sign up for your 30-day free trial at Bidzy.com. Today on Bidzy Small Business Society, we are joined by Phil Massiello. He is a developer of disruptive business models with a specialty in building startups in the consumer goods channel. Phil's social media strategies and campaigns build awareness, brand recognition, and top-line sales growth with a focus on lifestyle, health, and fashion products. Phil, can you tell us some more about yourself and your business? Sure. I've been sort of a serial entrepreneur, which is you know both good and bad. I've done um, things in the food space. I, I actually grew up in New York in the uh, hotel and restaurant business. And I thought that that was the business I wanted to be in. You know, and after college, I decided it wasn't. But I opened up a retail food store you know, in the suburbs of, uh, of New York, which did okay. Uh, but you know, I, I was working way too hard, working very hard, not very smart. Uh, I did it for four years, and I was just killing myself. And I just felt like I, I wasn't the brightest bulb in the lantern at the time. So I, I uh, sold the business took the money and came down to Maryland and went to graduate school in Maryland. And then, um, you know, I swore that I was going to, you know, get out of the food business and, you know, focus strictly on, you know, something else more management focused. And I wound up getting involved with uh, a small startup, uh, in the food business in Washington, (laughs) DC called, it was a specialty food retailer called Sutton Place Gourmet. And we wound up getting, you know, I wound up getting involved and we wound up growing that store, the, growing that company all the way. We had stores all the way from New York down to Washington, D.C. And then we, uh, we sold that and I started another uh, food company uh, and wound up, wound up selling that to a, uh, a supermarket chain out of the south. And I had to go and work for them for a few years, which was just miserable for me. Um, and then, you know, I had a bit of a drought for, I would say about, um, you know, a good five years where, you know, I, I, um, after I left the supermarket business, I, I was sort of lost and, uh, looking for, you know, something and had a bad run of about, you know, five different attempts at new businesses that just didn't do very well. And then uh, we got involved with, in 2008, got involved with Carol Alt, who used to be a supermodel back in the 80s and, and had written several books on the raw food lifestyle. And I wound up developing a line of uh, uh, skincare for her, with her. Uh, and we were business partners, actually. And we developed a product called Raw Essentials. We launched it on Home Shopping Network in 2008 and on Shopping Channel in Canada in Toronto in 2009. 
Um, and then we got it into Shoppers Drug Mart nation, nationally in Canada. We got it into Walgreens here in the States. We got it into um, uh, Ulta Beauty stores nationwide. Um, you know, and then we wound up, that's actually how I started to get into the business I'm in today because I was constantly traveling with Carol. You know, we were constantly doing shows down in shop, shopping channel in, uh, in Toronto or home shopping network in Tampa and, you know, constantly visiting retailers. And I would always, always, always forget my razors. And I was just, I can remember standing in a Walmart store in Bentonville, Arkansas going, you know, I don't understand how I'm still paying $36 for eight cartridges today. You know, why has nobody disrupted this business? And that was sort of the starting point for this. So I, uh, I started to look into it. And what I realized at that point in time was that, you know, there's a reason nobody's been in this business. And that is there's a, a big barrier to entry because there's a limited number of suppliers who can produce razor blades, believe it or not, um, and produce quality ones, believe it or not. Uh, a, Gillette and Schick worldwide have about 90% market share. And then, you know, when you take into account private label, uh, it's about 94%. And then when you add BIC to it, you know, you're at pretty much 98%. Phil, where did you see your ideas fitting into a marketplace that's just dominated by these big players? I knew that everybody in the razor business understood that the customer um, wanted a great quality shave but they were just tired of overpaying for it. That was really the issue, right? Now, Gillette was never going to change their model, nor was Schick. So they were always going to you know, keep their products priced the way they are. But those guys were and still are a very retail-focused model, very focused on stores. And they know that they could go and sell online for much less money. And provide a greater value. The problem that that would the problem that would occur for them is that uh, the retailers would then be up in arms because they would essentially be undercutting them. So you know, I knew that the opportunity was online, not at retail, and I knew that it had to be a quality product. So I actually went to Schick because Schick owned and still does own a company called American Safety Razor, which is the largest private label razor manufacturer in the world. And that's all they do. They do razors for, you know, Walmart or Target or whatever. And I wound up having them provide me with a product that I could sell online. And they were fine with it because it doesn't carry the Schick name. Uh, it's our private label product. We have an exclusive on the product. Uh, and, you know, nobody has to know. Um, well, they do today because it's been, you know, out in the news. But Nobody had to know at the time that 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 Schick was supplying the product so they wouldn't get in trouble with the retailers. That's sort of how we started. So we knew that, you know, and that's sort of that's the way that we win all the time because there's a lot of other guys out there in the space now subsequent to this. And they're pretty much using cheap imported product. And that's hurt them because they don't have retention because of it. Customer will buy the product for a dollar, but they won't buy it again because it doesn't deliver a good shave. And, you know, when it comes to shaving for men and women, you know, and that's another thing, they, they, they don't sell product for women and women are a huge part of the market. So when it comes to shaving, you know, people are only going to give up so much for price. 
they're never going to give up a good quality shave. doesn't matter how cheap you make the product. That is a great story, Phil. It's just one of grit and resilience. It sounds like you have, you had some success. You fell down and you kept getting up until you actually found your new venture, which is 800razors.com, which is starting to pick up some traction and is growing. But what's got you the most excited today and what motivates you to get out of bed each day? The razor business is one part of it, right? Razors are great. It's very attractive. It's got It gets a lot of attention. But in reality... We're in the personal care business, and we have products that are that that we continue to roll out um, that enhance the customer experience. So, we started out just with razors for men and women. Then we added shave cream, which is you know again our our background in skincare has enabled us to produce some really great innovative products that enhance the shave. Um, so we've got a, a moisturizing shave cream, one for men and one for women. That really takes shaving to the next level because foaming products, foaming shave products and soaps, these actually dry out your skin. They don't really do anything to enhance the shave. They're not getting a closer shave. So we, we, our product uh, is a moisturizing product. And we added aftershave moisturizers for men and women, right? A lot of men, women know, understand moisturizing. Women understand how to take care of their skin. Men do not. Men you know, generally shave uh, over a sink. They don't really do anything to feed their skin, but yet their skin is the most important thing. And more men nowadays are starting to take care of themselves, right? Everybody's on a diet. Everybody wants to look younger. Everybody's keeping their hair nice. you know. But at the same time, your skin is the most important thing, and it's something that people see. Last year, 500,000 men in the U.S. got Botox, if that tells you anything about how people are starting to view themselves. So you know, we came up with an aftershave moisturizer, one for men and one for women, that really feeds and nurtures the skin. We've got a great shave soap. We've got a great shave brush. Uh, a lot of guys are still using that style, even though they're using a modern razor. They still like the the whole effect of using a brush and a and a uh, a shave soap. So these brushes can run. You know, uh, these Badger brushes can run. You know, up to two hundred, three hundred dollars. We found a, a great brush guy. And we get a we have a great product. It's a full badger hair brush, uh, and we sell it for you know sixty dollars, which is very very inexpensive. And it's a great product. Nobody ever complains about that product. We make a great shave soap. It's all natural. And we've added some other accessories, and we continue to expand the categories. But we also own three other URLs that'll start you'll start to see expanding out. We own menzone.com. We have a full line that's fully developed of men's personal care products under the menzone brand which is anywhere from hair to hair color to shampoo, conditioners, face creams, eye creams, you know, things like that. So they're all fully developed. We're just going to start probably in another four months to roll them out uh, slowly. We own a hair regrowth product called Folicel, which is a minoxidil product. We own beautifulskin.com for women, which is a skincare line. So, you know, for me, the most exciting thing is watching this evolution because we started with razors and that's great. But our, our goal is to really grow and dominate personal care online. Now, Phil, you're talking about products and with consumer products, there may be some specific challenges. For our listeners with a physical product, can you help us understand some of those challenges and what you did to overcome them? Oh, God. When you're talking about consumer products, there's always challenges because the consumer is extremely fickle, right? And what the internet has done uh, in a traditional world, in a retail world, the retailer 
has the power, believe it or not. Yeah, the consumer can say, I'm not going to shop there. But at the end of the day, the retailer decides what products go out on the shelf, what products the customer sees, what products get promoted, right? But on the internet, it's a whole different world. The customer is in charge. The customer determines what they're going to buy, where they're going to buy it, how they're going to buy it, and how much they're going to pay for it. So the real key, first and foremost, is to really understand the consumer. Because if you're in the consumer product business, you have to understand the consumer. And I think Steve Jobs did that very well because he never came out with a product that they wanted. He came out with stuff that they didn't realize they needed until it came out. You know, so I think it's key to understand, um, you know, what, uh, you know, what that customer sort of where the customer's heading. Right. So I just said before, like more men are starting to take care of themselves. Right. Men are, you know, last year, 500,000 men in the U.S. got Botox. So to me, that says men uh, need a line for mature men. Right of personal care products. Now there's stuff out there for younger guys like Axe and things like that. But when it comes to um, you know when it comes to uh, the mature man, it really isn't out there in a cohesive form. So understand the consumer. Then you have to understand products, right? And you have to understand that product relative to the price that the consumer is willing to pay for the value. So you have to really build your products with a value proposition, right? So for us, we're mass marketers. I, I don't really, I'm not a, a specialty marketer. I'm not trying to be, go after products for the top 10%. I go after the masses. I wanna sell a razor, I wanna sell thousands of them. I wanna sell hundreds of thousands of things. So I focus on products that are reasonably priced, that I can mass market, that people will want, right? So for men, for example, the biggest category right now is skincare, because men, you know, are starting to understand skincare like women do. They're starting to take care of themselves. So, you know, that's the first area that we're going to tackle. We've, you know, we understand the price points. We've gone out and done, you know, enough analysis of the market. But so, you know, you understand the consumer, then you have to understand what their needs are. Then you have to understand the price points that you're going to be, you know, involved in. Then you have to understand the competitive market and, and you know, how are you going to get to the consumer? with it. And that's really, those are really the four, four points I think that, uh, anybody in consumer would like to know. And, you know, like it or not on whether you have your own website online, Amazon is a necessary evil. And there's ways, you know, people, people are down on Amazon. Well, they have so much power, you know, and, but the reality is that there are opportunities on Amazon, uh, if to be a seller and to make money, as long as you're not in a very competitive category, right? So if I'm just selling somebody else's product, Amazon is a terrible place because I've, there's 45 other people out there selling the exact same thing. Then I'm in a price spiral. I can't provide value. You know, it, it's just terrible. But when you've got your own private label products, you know, that are in those spaces that get high visibility, men's skincare, women's skincare, personal care, shaving, et cetera, there's ways to go about it to make headway on Amazon. And Amazon could be your friend because they're very, very efficient. So, Phil, it sounds like you've done a lot to really understand your customer and overcome some of those challenges and, and grow your business. And your brand is growing. Your sales are growing. What does that success really look like to you? And what are some of the rewards that you take away from your business? You know, the success to me is the fact that I can keep employing more people. Uh, to me, that's what it looks like. 
Like my warehouse manager never ran a warehouse before, but he was he was <laughs> he he was a hardworking, smart guy um, that I actually met through through a different thing, and he just impressed me with his intelligence. And I you know I actually sought him out and said, "Hey, I have a job. I need somebody to run this warehouse." You know, and I want somebody I can trust, somebody who's reliable, uh, you know, and uh, and I told him, I said, you know, you don't know anything about this business. You don't know anything about running a warehouse, but that's OK. You know, I'm going to teach you. You know, we're going to get people to teach you and then you're going to be able to do it. But uh, and it and it's been working out great, you know. And then the other thing I that, that I like about success is um, is that you can always reward people. Um, that are that are helping you get to that next level. So you know, because everybody struggles nowadays, right? Every every everybody that you have working for you struggles. You can never pay people enough. You know, there's minimum wage battles, all that stuff. And you have to be prudent as a business owner, right, to make sure that you're driving a profitability. But at the same time, you want to be able to reward some of those people that are helping you. So every once in a while, you know, where you have good periods of time, good months, good years, good holiday seasons, you know, you can actually take small amounts of money and change people's lives with them, you know, like, you know, to some of the folks that work with us, you know, a couple hundred dollars at the holidays makes all the difference in the world. So, you know, to me, having, having that, that to me is success. You know, I'm sort of more socialist when it comes to my attitudes about how to run a business. Great stuff, Phil. Actually changing lives. Now, I want to get back to your product. Is a quality product enough today or are you doing anything specific to market your business and proactively expand your customer base? Yeah, man. I'll tell you, that is the biggest struggle today, right, is breaking through the clutter to be able to to get your message out to people. And is quality enough? Quality is never enough. You, You always have to be able to do some things innovatively to get that message out. And online marketing, any of your listeners who are online marketers will tell you that it is getting much more difficult every single day, right? PPC, which is our bread and butter, right? Google search uh, keywords, it's the bread and butter of the world, you know, and Google continues to change it. They just made a change this week, right, where they're taking, they're eliminating the entire right side of ads. So what that what that's going to do is drive up the cost of keywords, going to drive up, you know, the cost of uh, of marketing online, and it's really, you know, only the big ones will survive. So you have to continually look for different ways to do it, right? You have to continually look for, you know, content marketing opportunities, right? Because PR, for example, was always a great way to get your product consumer facing, right? Get your message out there, getting getting stories written in Forbes and Fortune and, you know, Wall Street Journal and things like that. Um, And that still applies. The only difference is instead of a traditional PR firm, you know, you really need to have online PR, right, which is more content driven. It's more blogger driven and it's more flexible and less expensive. But you just have to seek out the opportunity somehow. And some of it's just hard work. Some of it's just taking a person and saying, hey, I want you to contact 20 bloggers today. You know, your job every day is to contact 20 bloggers and get something written about us, right? And then, you know, somebody else's job may be to contact freelancers because a lot of these 
papers today, whether it be the New York Times or you know Forbes, Fortune, these guys don't know Huffington Post. They don't hire. Not everybody is that's writing on that uh, on those sites works for that company. A lot of them are freelancers, and so if you can get them to write a story for you, and they'll place it, you know, in, in on different publications. You know, that to me is is online PR. So you've got to kind of do innovative things like that. And it's not that it's costly. It's that it's it's difficult. It, it takes time. It takes effort. It takes somebody with perseverance to continue to go out and do it and pound that every single day. And if you can do it correctly, you can get, you know, five or ten articles, great articles written about you, uh, you know, in a week or two. And, you know, those things also create backlinks, which are great for SEO, which is great for your organic search. You got to really be innovative in this day and age. Phil, this is great stuff that I am going to be taking to my team today to implement as soon as possible. So, all right, we'll be right back after a quick message from our sponsor. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers list goods or services they need and businesses bid on them. Customers, are you tired of scrambling on the phone searching for someone to complete your project? Are you tired of tedious internet searches trying to connect with a service provider who may or may not be available to help you with your projects? Try Bidzy. Post your projects for free at Bidzy.com and we will connect you with respected local businesses who will bid on your projects. Everything from home renovation and auto repair to handyman and cleaning services. Post your projects for free, sit back and let local businesses come to you. Businesses, are you trying to find a way to expand your customer base without breaking the bank? Finding new customers and marketing your business is expensive and time-consuming. Try Bidzy. Bidzy notifies you each time a customer posts a project in your subscribed categories. Submit your bid, win the project, gain a new customer relationship. Sign up for your 30-day free trial at Bidzy.com to connect with new customers and grow your business. Now we've reached a segment of our show where we get to know a little more about you and your personal interests. Are you ready, Phil? Sure. Okay, what kind of cell phone do you use? I use an iPhone. I'm a Mac person. What kind of car do you drive? I am a practical driver. I'll tell you a funny story. I know I know you, this is probably more long-winded than you want. but No, you go ahead. I recently got remarried. I, I, I got divorced in 1998, raised my kids and all that stuff. But I recently got remarried. And, you know, so I don't – I wasn't thinking about kids because my kids are now in college, you know. But I have three stepchildren and a puppy, right? So about a year ago, I, I was driving an Acura TL. And it was parked out in the street in front of my house. Uh, I didn't pull into the driveway that night. And in the middle of the night, somebody came around and hit it and demolished it. It was, it was so, you know, I wasn't injured. Nobody was injured because we weren't in the car, but it was demolished. So I'm sitting there at, uh, at home, you know, and my wife is going, so, you know, have you thought about what kind of car you're going to get? And I said, you know, I said, I, I don't know. I said, I, the, I found the Acura a little too small for me. I said, but, you know... I found this, you know, two-year-old Jaguar that's like really cool and it's got this and this and it's this and it's got this technology and it's really cool looking and blah, 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 blah. And she's sitting there. She goes, huh, that's good. Does it have a third seat? I said, why would I need a third seat? She goes, well, you've got 
three little kids that you cart around and a puppy and me. And I don't think we're all going to fit in a Jaguar. I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. So I wound up getting a, uh, a Toyota Sequoia with the third seat so I can, you know, cart all the kids around. <laughs> all right. Nice and practical. Phil, what is your favorite vacation spot? Italy. Florence. Florence, Italy. Currently, what is your favorite book? My favorite book, um, well, I'm, I'm a big audible person. So I listen because I, I spend a lot of time driving. So I listen constantly to books. But my all-time favorite book, the one that I always – I have two books that I, can't, that I can listen to over and over again forever. One is The Art of War by Sun Tzu. And I know you've heard that before. But really, if you really listen to that book and really read it and get to understand it, there's a tremendous amount of knowledge in it. And then the second one is On the Road with Jack, by Jack Kerouac. Those two books are my, uh, my go-to books for life. Phil, what is your favorite meal? Well, I'm Italian, man. My favorite meal is, uh, is, is, is my mother's lasagna. All right. And besides this one, do you have a favorite podcast? You know, I would have to say it's this one. There you have it. Bitsy Small Business Society in the number one spot. Phil, I have a few more questions for you. And the next one is this. What is the one thing that you want to share with our listeners about launching and marketing a consumer product? The internet is great for the ability, and, and Amazon too, and, and other, other marketplaces, to be honest, are great for the ability to somebody to, for, for somebody to launch a product while they're keeping their job, right, and build it before they take the big jump. But, you know, I will say, if you don't have the stomach and you don't think you have the stomach for it, the ups and downs... Don't bother doing it because let me tell you, every day is a different battle that you're going to face and you've got to be able to put, put that into perspective and say to yourself, you know, I expected this and, and I, I'm going to think my way through it. But it can, be, uh, it can be challenging. Phil, what does the future look like for you and 800razors.com? Oh, well, we, we're going to continue to build out these other categories. Um, you know, for me, I really, really hope that we can get to a certain level in the next five years where we become either a, a very good, strong acquisition target for somebody or, or we can continue to acquire other businesses and, and do a roll-up strategy. But either way, I'd really like to figure out a way to retire. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Phil. I have one last question for you. How can people connect with you? Oh, you can connect with me through uh, LinkedIn. You can connect with me on Twitter, uh, at Philip Massiello. You can connect with me uh, uh, on the site on 800razors.com. We have a couple of different uh, email addresses, and they'll get you to me. Then I can respond from there. But Twitter, you can get directly to me, uh, and uh, LinkedIn, you can get directly to me. Phil, thanks so much for being so generous with your time today and joining us on Bidzy Small Business Society. Thanks a bunch. All right, thank you. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers list goods or services they need and businesses bid on them. Customers, go to Bidzy.com and post your projects for free. Businesses, sign up for your 30-day free trial at Bidzy.com. Thanks for joining me today on Bidzy Small Business Society. Visit Bidzy.com for more information on how you can grow your small business. Support Bidzy Small Business Society by writing a review and giving us a five-star rating in iTunes. 
Your positive review and five-star rating will allow us to continue bringing you free, valuable content from amazing and inspiring entrepreneurs and small business owners. Rate and review Bidzy Small Business Society today.